What if you could travel to parallel worlds, the same year, the same Earth, only different dimensions? A world where the Russians rule America, or where your dreams of being a superstar came true, or where San Francisco was a maximum security prison. My friends and I found the gateway. Now the problem is finding a way back home. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Circling the Vortex. I'm your host Ben and today I am joined by a man from a world in which we have had to do an entire new recording of this episode due to him messing up the first one. It's Nate. Oh, this is is crazy. This world feels like deja vu. Scary, but um, also very real. (laughs) Yes, very, very real. The realist world. I can hear um, venom in those words. <laughs> it, it hurts me. Yeah, and it's and it's the, an interesting curse of the format of this show. I would have said, I'll bin it, we'll do something different, we'll move on to the next... Nope, can't do that. This whole thing is about sequentially watching episodes of a television show in order. So we... And, we, and have... we will stick to that, which I think is, is a strength <laughs> of us. So we've we've come back a day later after watching, which is not something we've ever done before, but we didn't re-record it straight away because I've done that with podcasts before in the many, many, many decades. Literally, I've doing, been doing podcasting and um, it never comes off anything but bullshit. Like it's nowhere near as funny. It's nowhere near as natural. It just feels like you're trying to remember what you said and repeat it. So hopefully this way we're going to avoid that. We're a little so we're, bit we're... fuzzy on what we said, so we're not going to be, <laughs> you know. Um, and then we said this in the last one, so this should we should be fine. So this will be, um, we're looking at season two, episode seven. Is that right? Yes, yeah, this is 17 s- sliders we have watched. Slid. We have watched slids, slid, slid into your brains, and this is the episode in Dino Veritas or in Dinosaur We Trust, um, which I think is, is is a fabulous name for this. Uh, and I think we're we're just going to get in uh, to a recap and tangent off in various directions. I mean, before we do that, though, what what world am I from? Um, well, we're joined by Benjamin from a world where, as you get old, instead of wrinkling. The skin expands as air falls uh, under it, so uh, you just become elderly balloons. Oh, that is nasty! And when it when it expands, does it can it expand like in, in like localized regions, or is so it just a general? Anywhere you expansion? get a wrinkle, rather than sort of like a sag, you get air under it. I've basically just turned into what are the most disturbing worlds that I can force upon Ben is now how I take this task. Yeah. <laughs> That seems accurate. And and you, on the other hand, are coming from worlds in which you make my task as a podcast host and someone has to do editing. Very difficult as well, which is uh, unfortunate, really, for me. Doubly so. Yeah, so yeah. You can't see this, but uh, I'm looking ashamed. I am looking ashamed, people. He should be ashamed. And because of his shame, he gets to lead the recap here. Start us off. So we get thrust thrown launched into another almost another pre-world mention where they sort of well they've been chased kind of by news reporters i think i love this you're you're already forgetting salient points <laughs> there were so incredible. many awesome moments um, in it so so 
You first of all, you see. Actually, I think it's Remy and Arturo. No, Quinn and Arturo. Quinn and Arturo hanging out, giving us a little bit of expositiony, like, ah, oh, damn I'll these truth colours. Get this colour off. Um, Remy and, arrives uh, up driving oh, Remy. a car. Um, it, it's the best bit here. Best bit here. Best bit here. Right, it arrives in a car with a woman, and it's top down, and it's clearly fucking freezing as well they're all wearing coats and they're all like proper like covered up and it's like why would you have the top down it's the crying man he, he drives with the roof down you know he, so he wants people to know yeah uh, he wants just to know he's a hot bird telling this woman that oh i want to mm. stay with you and then buzz truth collars and she's into that she, yeah she's, she's strangely like thank you so much for trying to lie to me even though it causes you pain it just makes me more excited to be around you. And it's all just a bit like, wow, that's some 90s characterization of a woman, isn't it? Oh, boy. That's, that's the crying man. That's that's just who he is. Yep. Once a, a philandering scumbag, always a philandering scumbag. And then and then, we're, then we're joined by Wade. Um, Wade. He's been chased by really bad news reporters. Yes. Yes. Turns out she was at some kind of art gallery opening. And because of the truth collars, when they asked her where she was from, she had to tell them another dimension. When Quinn points out, he says, Quinn says to her, why did you um, not just opt not to reply? And she kind of just goes, well, that would be rude. <laughs> Something says, like that. Like, the only thing I've actually been able to think about it, there's so many other answers that aren't lies that you could give, like, not from here. Out of I'd, town. I'd rather not say, please go away. Or just San Francisco, because she still is. Technically. But she was like, yeah. well, here's what's happened. Let me tell you a tale of the last year plus of my life. Because I think even Quinn at one point says no comment, and that doesn't like set off the lie detector. So there's... there's yeah. But, this know, episode that, is full of MacGuffins. They, they needed something, I guess, to... <laughs> Well, well, the portal was opening, but I guess I needed something to make them hurry up a bit. I like the fact that so this is the world in which, if any in any other world, if if a news reporter showed up with footage of a, an interdimensional tunnel, they would be discredited as lunatics. But because in this world they have to be honest, you know that the guy when he tells the world, they're all going to believe it. You and don't it's even like, need the footage. Like, yeah, I didn't see it. Oh, cool. oh wow, that's amazing. They're all going to yes, believe it. Yes, good point. He could have good the point. worst footage ever. Pulitzer Prize does, coming his way. Because I think he does yeah. throw his hands in front of the camera at one at point. At one point Declaring, does, yes. sensational! Sensational! And that's just a preamble. <laughs> wow, we've, we've gone into this in some detail. We aren't even on the, the, the dino world yet. So. so, yeah, so then they're launched in dino world. Haven't taken the collars off. Bear, bear that in mind. Very um, important. Wade dives fist first into egg. A big egg. Big egg. Not the first time Wade's dove fit first into some egg, eh? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bird world, you know, obviously. Bird world, obviously. Bird world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's a big egg. Obviously, we know the title of the episode. So it's like, oh, we're going to see the dinosaurs. We've all seen Jurassic Park. We know what big eggs mean. Seeing the dinosaurs in um, air quotes here, because I'm not quite (laughs) sure... We're actually seeing it. Or Experience the majesty of the giant lizard creatures. That, if only we could, but in 
I don't think we get that. It's not even an experience, <laughs> I'd call it. So, Arturo, I don't know, he, I don't know what he does because it seems to get progressively worse from what I thought was just a mild sprain. So, Dino shows up, chases them, they flee, and in the fleeing, Arturo falls and hurts his ankle. And simultaneously... <sighs> the, drops the timer! Drops the timer. <sighs> Shocking. So his sprained ankle, which somehow turns into like life-threatening by the end of it. I don't know how. Um, he's hobbling off. I'm trying to think of the medical the medical ways in which a, a twisted ankle could turn into what looks like septicemia or like blood poisoning, which is seemingly the seemingly the symptoms he has throughout the rest of the episode. He's like deteriorating, he's got fever, he's in like growing levels of pain. He keeps talking about how swollen the ankle is, which you never see. Never looks particularly bad, does it? Like so they, they just... didn't have they didn't have the budget. They did that. not have the makeup budget for that. No, no. They spent it all um, on expensive holograms. Uh. So they, flee, they 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 continue to flee. Quinn's like, I've got to go get the, the timer. They split up. Uh, Arturo, Wade, and Remy make it to a cave, um, and then we basically don't see Quinn for most of the rest of the episode. Maybe he was busy that day, Jerry O'Connell, or the subsequent shooting days. For whatever reason, they wrote him out of this episode. He, he was uh, having a lead. Jerry day. You know, he went to he... the spa. He's earned it, Nathan. He's earned it. See that complexion? Day. He's got to keep working. You've got to work on that, mate. You've got to. You've got to look after that. To, you know, that's your money maker, right? And, and you've got to keep your money maker. And the hair, you know, it takes a lot of work to make Jerry O'Connell look I mean, like Jerry you O'Connell. You guys can't see it right now, but I am rocking some pretty nineties hair. It's it's Cuts. like I'm looking at Jerry O'Connell, like a bearded Jerry O'Connell. Bearded yeah? Jerry O'Connell. It's it's it's, it's, it's a beautiful visage. Oh, makes the heart right flutter. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he's basically not in most of this episode. So they're in the cave. And I think they just, I don't know. They chill. Yeah, they, they kind of just stay there for a bit. They hang. A weird kind of midpoint this, before now, the exposition dump. If I, if I want to describe this cave to you, right? Imagine an episode of Star Trek in which they don't have a lot of money. Not that different for an episode of Sliders in many ways. Uh, and to therefore not spend much money. They spend the majority of an episode in this one cheap set location, which is exactly what we have here, where everything looks like it's polystyrene, because it is. Uh, everything looks uh, like they're all in one location because they have no money to go anywhere else. And that is true. Yeah. So um, we get we get Wade goes a bit explorey and finds um, some like Other signs of, of human existence within the cave. That's some, some planks and things and mm. she and reports more back. Eggs. And I was at this point. I was, I guess I was on, on Arturo's side, as it were, because he was like, "Oh, maybe you know, maybe in this world, dinosaurs didn't die out," and goes into that bit. And you're thinking, "Oh, cool, we're gonna get maybe uh, ten thousand BC kind of hmm. episode with a Ray Harryhausen dinosaurs and all that shebang," and then. No, we don't, because out of nowhere, well, literally out of nowhere, we get hologram woman. She's the game. She's the gamekeeper. She's the preserve wildlife. Yeah, I, I guess lover. We don't know she's a hologram at this point, but it does explain. Oh, she it. she does explain it pretty. Comes up quite soon because who is it? One of them. Remy tries to put his hand yeah. on her shoulder and he goes through her. Doesn't doesn't it? You know, but, class. That's that's where they had to save the money uh, for that effect. 
Uh, we also point out we didn't we didn't mention we didn't I think we should rewind a little and talk about the dinosaur. So we see the dinosaur. We've seen the dinosaur at this point. We got, we got a background um, blur. Well, we got we got a fairly fairly big bit because it's chasing them, and when it when the and it comes up where the they've dropped the um, timer, so we get the glory shot of this mid nineties TV CGI dinosaur, and it it's so beat here. It's not like any dinosaur you you could recognize, even as a fan of a dinos- dinosaurs. It's just. Generic large lizard. Turns out it's an an, an allosaur, something like that. And Didn't yeah, have T-Rex budget. No T Rex. We get name dropping of some others later on, Stegosaurus, Velociraptor, but we don't see them. We just get this rather crap looking. If you asked a kid to draw a dinosaur, it would either look like Barney or this. <laughs> Well, I'm glad so, he didn't have Barney. That's what <laughs> I mean, he might have been more convincing. I, I guess I could have had him actually there, which is something. Hey, kids, it's me, Barney. That kind of thing. Yeah. As, as he, like, mows down Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting your time or I'm going to eat your head. Gosh, that is a horrendous image right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using your bones as a toothpick. This is... Purple dinosaur just eating Jerry O'Connell. Um, gosh. Depends what Jerry O'Connell's into. We don't kink shame <laughs> on Circling the Vortex. Um, we get a little bit of, uh, well, what, it's basically Doctor Who alien vision as well. Yes. Classic TV trope of if you don't have the money to show it, show it from its perspective. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, I, you know why they do it, but it never looks good. Yeah. I want to know, does that POV shot concept for a threat exist prior to Evil Dead, the first Sam Raimi movie, which obviously used it incredibly well to con- like convey a horror point of view, a, a fearful element. And I, I must have existed before that. Obviously, he popularised it a great deal. And then after that, oh, my God, anybody with no money uses it, don't they? I think so. it does work better with horror done well though but when it's literally just a slightly blurry camera with someone sort of the running worst. away or like diving into a pile of leaves going ah the it... worst the worst like aspect ratio on that it just looks it's also inconsistent as well like sometimes it has like a color treatment to it sometimes it's blurry sometimes the aspect ratio is crushed and it's just like what what is this? Like, this is clearly like the cameraman. Like, they're, they're shooting this. They're on. They're on location in the woods for this. Wherever, probably upstate California somewhere, or like maybe they actually looked a bit like Scotland at one point. It's clearly not Scotland, so it's somewhere chilly. So maybe it's the northwest or something. And um, it just looks like they said to him, "Make it look creepy." And he's done all the effects with two minutes of prep in camera. And just gone, well, I don't know, I'll change that, you know, contrast and I'll mess with that ratio and Dino Vision. Put some Vaseline on the lens, Dino Vision. Yeah, di- yeah, a little bit of Vaseline. I, I had a sore arm the other day and I've got some Vaseline for that. I'll just use that, it'll be fine. It's, I, I don't think it works as sci fi. With horror no. you can get you can get a build up, you can get you know, you've got time to develop it, but when it's just like a flat like five seconds of looking down a hallway at David Tennant. <laughs> it's just actors reacting badly as well. And yeah. I understand it's hard to act to nothing 
it is challenging in any situation. I'm picking at a very specific um, Doctor Who episode there. Okay, good for you. Um, but that's another, that's another podcast, Nathan. Um, I love it. I love it. We're doing a Sliders podcast, and I, I was then slightly looking down my nose at the idea of doing a Doctor Who one. Really, that would be a step up. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so basically, it, what we say, it doesn't work. It's basically, it doesn't... No. It, it's not scary. It's not... It, it's saved budget, is basically... That's yes. It. So back in the cave. Let's whoop, 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 back in the cave. Fast forward back to where we were in the timeline. Back so, in the cave. Hologram woman is like, oh, you're under arrest for poaching. Mm. What? No, we're not poachers. We just appeared here. She's like, how did how did you appear? You know, you can't just. Did you not see the it's, gates and the it's, signs? It's the biggest like problem they have sometimes, and it's almost like they know that the audience doesn't want to hear them explain where they're from again so instead of like doing that they just sort of say yeah but it wasn't us and they kind of don't really back that up with anything oh, and they just expect a little... her to believe them oh she Wait, gets does... so I'm high i'm wearing voting. a lie collar as if oh, the other person's gonna immediately know that that's real and believe it well that's the best bit she's like look look i'm lying and she does it like gets progressively worse and she shouts, and the woman just goes well all i saw was you like shiver a few times and bug your eyes out it didn't really mean anything <laughs> and i was like wow you got burnt wage your acting skills are so am dram darling and it's just like she just nails her for it it's so good <laughs> so, yeah, they... and i do care more about dinosaurs and humans by the way i do because humans are shit. They've not achieved anything. But then she tells them that, oh, actually, there's um, there's a body out there. I think it's human. I didn't get a chance to look properly, although she's a hologram, so she she could. Um, she could have just stood there while a dinosaur was, like, trying to eat her and literally did nothing to yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> but... Oh, sure. Man. Can we talk about holograms, please, in this world, quickly? What the F, right? So... Why are we in a world where, you know, remember, they don't travel in time. They actually make a point of saying that in this episode. And yet in this world, they have advanced holographic technology to the point where she is a fully, completely believable person in the way she moves, her mannerisms, her appearance, everything. Um, how is she controlling that hologram? How is that? Where is that hologram being projected from? Well, like, they said what San is Jose. this technology? Well, she's in. Yeah, but I mean, like, she's she's yeah. in that. Look, no, but where are the no projectors? Cameras. Like, where is it coming from? It's just magical. It's a Rimmer hologram from Red Dwarf, basically. But less cool. But less entertaining. And, and that's saying something because it's coming from someone who hates Red Dwarf. Um, yeah, I, I can't stand Red Dwarf. It's, but I mean, you know, it basically is the, just to make the MacGuffin. Yes, it comes up later on why she's a hologram, basically. And it's for one very small plot point, basically. Because I think even when, um, they, when they get the jammer thing and unjam the hologram, she's like, why isn't she there? Oh, she's probably gone. So it's like, okay. Well, it's the middle of the night. She might, she's probably asleep. I mean, why would she just be waiting? <laughs> oh, hologram's back up. <laughs> Better jump on. <laughs> this makes no sense. But, uh, so yeah. let's talk about where the jammer comes from then. So the the... Uh, poachers, she's chasing this this hologram lady uh, and has been for weeks, it turns out. Uh, one of them shows up and saves Remy, who goes on a mission to try and find Quinn. Badly. Doesn't go well. Uh, and, he, and he saves Remy from the dinosaur by scaring it off with gunshots and then is magically back in the cave that straight was, away, that was five seconds gun. later. That was not it, uh, Yeah, it's a <laughs> weird-looking, half-looking... like looks a bit like... Um, 
sort of a, a shotgun, but also looks a bit like a grenade launcher and doesn't really behave in either way. So it's when, when, really when he was strange. quote unquote firing at a dinosaur, you you just saw the CGI dinosaur and some shooting sound effects. They couldn't even have them in the same shot. No. That's how. Oh, it's too expensive, mate. You can't come on. Be realistic here. That's not going to happen. Um, but but throughout this, you know, what I quite like, there are, while it does become this very sort of small episode, very much in the cave, um, we are getting what we like about Sliders, which is an episode with a strong central central conceit, um, not too many confusing elements, though I didn't love the hologram MacGuffin. And then we get some nice character moments, don't we? And I don't want to gloss over that on that. I actually thought throughout this episode... We got a slightly softer Arturo. He's struggling. He's in pain. And there's a his, lot of his gags. His leg's about to fall off. His legs are going to fall off. And we get a lot of gags that come up from around the, the, the lie detector collar. So there's a moment where Wade's like, oh, my God, Quinn's dead. And, and Remy's like trying to assure her about how, no, he's alive. I, I can feel it in my bones. And it zaps <sighs> him because he's, he's lying. Right. And she's like turns away in a half. And then later on, um, Arturo has this moment where he's, you know, really dying from that twisted ankle, it would seem, uh, and deteriorating considerably. And he's like, no, I'm sure Quinn's out there. I can feel it in my bones. And there's no zap. And it's like he genuinely believes that. And Wade feels very comforted by his certainty that his protege will return to save the day. And there are other bits as well throughout. And I mean, Arturo seems a bit less of an arsehole, a bit more softened. He definitely went some way to winning me back after what has been just a tirade of episodes where he's completely unlikable we've had like, rc arturo for a few episodes now he's just he's not just grumpy and irascible you know irascible he's really unlikable like in a lot of episodes and it's it's quite hard to like get on with it and it and he's just mm, unfun in every way but like he this one i thought yeah he won me over a bit he won me over i'm i'm not one over yet i'm you know me i'm not I'm not an Arturo fan. I mean, are you a fan of any of these characters? You know, I like Remy. He's my he's my man. He's the weakest one. He's the he's like best he's a one. he's a bare sketch of a creature. He like he almost has no character defining anything. He's and, just... and I identify with that. <laughs> <laughs> and that speaks to you. Sometimes you're a womanizer. Sometimes you're a brute who can just hit someone over the head with a thing. Uh, you're there. No, no, that, no, no, that not moment. that part. No, no, I take, I take, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you're just there whenever needed to be whatever's required in terms of story at that moment because I, you don't have any character. <laughs> oh, you know, I was hoping more for maybe like loyalty that Remy shows the the, the gang, but fine. Is is that? I mean, they're all kind of loyal, aren't they? I mean, Wade's loyal in the kind of thirsty puppy dog way, and. Arturo's loyal because he doesn't have any other options to be other than to be there because it's his only way home. And, and Remy's loyal because, you know, it turns out he probably gets to slide to a world and find some other bird to shag. So it's like, you know, he'll always hang around for the new the new hunting grounds that may come up. He, he looks so. after them. He's, oh. Does he? Okay. I don't know. Sure. I, think, I think he's made him a drink once. here have a drink shut up (laughs) something like that um but yeah yeah, he doesn't um, doesn't actually do much in this episode either he doesn't he doesn't but none of them do much really um arturo and wade do the most well they get the most they have the most time i guess on screen yeah and that's nice and wade wade one of the things the wade subplot is that she's sick and tired of always being like damseled and needing to be looked after so she's a bit more 
um, active in this. She doesn't like always the idea of the men protecting her and doing all everything for her. And I actually really respect that. And, and so she's a bit more proactive in trying to resolve um, the conflicts and the issues that show up in this in this episode. So so with the poachers shows up, saves Remy, and then kind of holds that over them uh, to sort of con them to oh, force them so into helping taking his dino goodies out of I the preserve. Happy with. Okay. So he's like, you know, you, you could, uh, I, I know the way out of here. If you help me, you know, get my goods, I can get you out of Dino Land. And the hologram is like, no, he's a bad man. If you wait here, we will rescue you. So he gives them like an ultimatum, like, oh, you know, decide in the morning, blah, 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 I'm going to go to sleep. Now I've got my gun. And I got a hair trigger, and I'm a. It's not even southern. Um, <laughs> and I'm a Works real light sleeper, um, which he's not. Um, goes to sleep. Wade steals his tracker thing. Uh, no, jammer, rather, which he used to turn off the hologram. He kind of. Well, in the morning, he decides. Well, Wade, they, Wade sneaks out, doesn't she? I'm trying to think of it. Is this before when they tell him actually they're not going to go with it? No, no, they tell all before before he goes to sleep. They oh, go, no, we're not doing say, yeah, it. And he's like, not, yeah, you are. Because if you like, don't, I'm going to kill you. He kind of implies. So but it's the, a bit weak. That whole choice was just pointless. It didn't. Yeah, it why, didn't even why, exist. why let them choose and then tell them no, it's a threat. Like you, you're doing this or else, because you owe me. And it was yeah. really pointless, like you said, and just unnecessary. So she steals the thing, turns on the hologram again. Well, the hologram doesn't show up again straight away. Then goes out again to try and find Quinn. Right yeah. again. Right. Uh, and this time um, she runs into the dino and it looks like it's curtains for Wade until the Hope Mr. Mr. He shows up, saves the day and proceeds to get sort of attacked by the, the really bad dinosaur, mostly from dinosaur point of view. You He's eaten see it. in dinosaur vision. But Quinn comes in and throws some rocks and saves Wade. And then they run back to the cave again. And proceed to go through all the dead man's things immediately. <laughs> like to see what he's left for them goodies. Including grappling hooks and uh, repulsing and attracting chemicals. But we don't know which. It's just just hologram lady glass could tell vials you. of pheromones. Yeah, because hologram could tell you though. But she doesn't have a nose. So she can't see I'm surprised them. I don't have that technology. Bearing in mind they have perfect holograms. It's basically the EMH from Star Trek Voyager. I mean, it's so advanced. It's from. It seems to be from six hundred years in the future. Like honestly, um, so I, I don't really know why it can't smell uh, at this point. But it can't. So they hatch up a plan involving Wade's hitherto unknown varsity gymnast skills to climb the previously mentioned grappling hook out of the cave through the skylight, uh, and then it's skylight. a very. It's a very unclear plan. I'm still not sure what happened and what the plan was. I guess this is the second time we're talking about this plan. And I am still still none the wiser. Not at all. So Wade climbs up the grappling hook. Yes. Fires a flare somewhere. I think at one point it looks as if she's... Oh, that makes more sense. I thought she was just firing it into the floor for some reason. (laughs) I just thought some fires. Woo! Because you can't see the dinosaur really in this scene. You, know, so you just... don't see the dinosaur at all until the very end of all there's, there's this. There's yeah. hobbling Arturo. Flares like, going off. Rawr. Then they kind of run. I don't even know where they running. go. Well, they go to the timer. Yeah. They grab it and say, oh, what luck. There's two minutes left. 
Well, it would be boring if there was 20, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. So, I, don't, I think Hologram Woman's just like, yeah, okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> well, so, so originally the Hologram Woman, before they start on the, on the mission, on the mission, tells them there's like 90 minutes left on the timer. And then that seems that time is either she can't read clocks or... <laughs> Or um, the the whole end of this is like compacted into a crazy, like, non thing which nobody understands what it was. Arturo's leg is on, on the verge of falling off. It's taking him a while. It's hanging. It's just by hanging by like a skin tag, <laughs> oh. and that's it, mate. It's just flopping, oh. just on this little bit of skin. Um, so I just paint that picture. Oh, for just you. <laughs> Um, and 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 then she she's there at the timer because she's guided Quinn to the, uh, Quinn to the timer, and he's guys two minutes. Wait, run, everybody, run! And then she this is why we find out she's a hologram. She, she, so that in this she, like, moment, pelts she can it down. It's like, oh no, hologram. So I thought you meant yeah, Wade. No, hologram lady diving. She goes from Quinn and immediately reappears behind Arturo and Remy at the cave and goes, "It's only two minutes. Peg it." Whoa! And they and they start. I, I got so excited that I nearly hit my own uh, headset off, but that, you know that's how involved I am. Um, and then they they run down, and Quinn's running, and she smashes all the pheromones, and that may or may not even do something. We really don't know. Um, and then they and then so Arturo and Remy go through first, Wade and then Wade, like, and, and then Quinn just sort of lo- stands there, like oh, Forget, okay. forgetting the dinosaur. Oh, there's a dinosaur, is there? And the hologram goes behind you, and he goes, oh yeah, I should jump through the portal as well. The and then they launch, and they does. dive through in a dig site. It's a dig. Oh, oh. And What's it's digging the up at Oh, it's it's circular storytelling. Circular. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. There's a poetry to it. Uh, and then we 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 have like our Alan Grant character here. He's uncovering this beautiful, the best preserved Allosaurus he's ever seen. Oh my word, it's amazing. And then they all come flying through, doing the. You know, slapstick falling on the floor, pretending to come out of a vortex. Whoa! Whoa, man! And then Quinn lands face first, basically looking dead in the eye of this fossilised Allosaurus's face. And he goes, ah! Jumps up all scared and then steps on a fossilised limb. Just shatters it. Not how I thought fossils worked. And then but anyway, we, we linger on his face for... Yeah, it's such a weird expression! too long. Way too long. Way too long. They hang on it as like, duh, duh, duh. he's just pulling, he's gurning like he's just like murdered this this dig site's like mother in front of him. Like, oh my god, I've done the worst thing any human could do in a situation. It feels like there was meant to be a punchline, and they just forgot and kept rolling. Well, I, it's more likely in the edit they just went. Well, we're, this is we're out of time. Credits. We got we got five more seconds, Jerry. Just just hold, hold it. it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Don't That's blink. That's a wrap. Brilliant. It's... <laughs> and scene. <laughs> it's, it's a weird ending. <laughs> what a recap. What a recap. Um, I didn't hate the episode. It's it got was, some nice it moments. It's My... got some nice moments. Boy, we do get the beautiful line of San Francisco Dinosaur Preserve. And Spotted Owl Sanctuary. What a gag. Had me rolling in the aisles. I was guffawing for days. I only just stopped guffawing before we did this second recording. He's been laughing for hours, literally. I have. Just wow. It's because there's always, there's always Spotted Owls, Nathan. Come on. 
<laughs> I, I, I think like that's the joke. I'm not sure it, I get it. It feels like it's a joke. It might not be. It might be deadly serious. It might be like, no, conservation of the spotted owl species is very important. And in the writer's room, we you know give to that charity. And it's very important that we look after the spotted the owl. Right, the writers are either you know, die-hard bird fans. They want to save the spotted owl. Or at this point in the writing, they were just, yeah, we'll just, just, we'll just do whatever, uh, just throw it now. Do you think it's like the, the bingo bot betting pool they have in the writers' like writers' room? It's like uh, who can get spotted owl into the episode about dinosaurs? Oh, Jim, oh, go good on, job. Then. No, that's a great side, really funny. I love that. Five points to you. Who can get truth collar technology into the episode about dinosaurs? Mark, that's 10 points. That was a tricky one. You did fantastic. Well done. Good job. Good job, Mark. You know, what is this? Like, is it just like some kind of crazy sliders bingo they play? I just... It, it's got to it be. It blows I mean, my mind. That would, that's the only other reason to explain holograms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who can get advanced 200 years in the future hologram technology into the episode in which we focus on dinosaurs while in present day San Francisco in a world in which dinosaurs never went extinct? Jeanette? That is impressive. Do 20 points to Jeanette. There's, there's a quota of like sci-fi things they have to fit in the series. So that's why we get certain episodes with just all of them thrown in where they've they've just forgotten. Like a trope meter. Yeah. Like, oh, God, we've, we've, oh, no, we've got so many left. We've got truth. We've got holograms. Just just, just do it. Oh, I don't care what episode. Do it dinosaurs. The dinosaurs. We need, Which we would need explain a, like a salty the, poacher. The um, You know the ghost? Well, not ghost. Where Gillian could talk to the dead. Gillian of the spirits. Yeah. And then we got Sort of these weird science FBI people, backwards yep. technology. It, that's got to be one. They're just like, um, just, just put it all in that episode. But it's about talking to the ed. I don't care. Just put them all in. We've got a quota, guys. It's almost like they're worried that the attention spans of the predominantly 13-year-old male audience uh, isn't going to be high enough to, to keep them interested through 45 minutes of a single concept. Um, I'm, I'm wildly guessing there, but I mean, it's, it, it, I don't know. It was still fun. It was. I, I wanted it was more fun. fun. I wanted more fun, and mm. I think what my issue is, I... I raised my expectations too high for sliders. You, you, I mean, you were expecting Jurassic Park done by sliders. I wanted you? Jerry O'Connell with Sam Neill. You know, I wanted John Rhys Davis, Laura Dern combined. I wanted this. I wanted Velociraptors everywhere. I want. I wanted the whole shebang. I wanted Richard Attenborough with a tiny bit of amber in his walking stick. All of it, and I got one CGI dinosaur. One really bad B-tier CGI dinosaur. Like, they can't afford to license the T-Rex. Like, he's sat back at home, and he's just like, you know, his agent comes up to him and go, hey, there's this TV show on Fox called Sliders. They really want to use uh, you in the show, Mr. T-Rex. Um, here's the script. He reads it and he goes, not in a million years, mate. Not a chance. I'm Ste bigger than that. wasn't enough money for Stegosaurus. Steg sat there, he's like, no, I'm going to pass. I respect the authenticity, but it's just not something my likeness should be in. You know, and it's just like, you know, Mr. Raptor, he's a really cool cat, you know. They fight, you know, they come to him, he's playing pool, and he's like, nah, not for me, bro. I only do cool, edgy shit. I've got to rip off at least four limbs if you get me into a show. I think this Can't is, do this that. is post Jurassic Park 
It's a couple years before Walking with Dinosaurs. You know, they can do it. We have the technology. They do not have the budget. <laughs> they do not have the technology on the slider set. No. Just to be clear, they do not. <laughs> not on set. So they do I not am, have it in sliders. <laughs> I am lowering expectations lowering <laughs> heavily. So next. Okay, so with that with that in mind, what's next week's episode called? So I think in two weeks' time. Post-traumatic slide, slide disorder. Okay. Syndrome. Jim, one of the two. And I am um, lowering it heavily. What, what do you think that's going to be about? So we get a pre-world, whichever one. You know, any number of ones. They get thrown in and they all just really hurt their backs. And it's <laughs> 45 minutes of, uh, you know, just, just back pain. Right. Okay. That, that's it. There's, there's not even like a good crux of like, you know, emotional outpouring of them banding together and talking about their fears and aspirations. Yeah. No, it's just, oh, my back. Oh, that it. Oh, oh, love it. Oh. Um, that I was a think bad with a, slide. With a name like that, I'm going to go down the whole kind of one flew over the cuckoo's nest trope. The idea that um, they slide into a world, they get separated. A couple of the members of the group get in, end up in an asylum and they're kind of convinced by the asylum staff that their, it's sliding isn't real and that really they're delusional. Yeah, well, okay. That's oh. my prediction. I mean... If they did that with Quinn, the man who invented sliding, that would be... Mm. But you know, no, it just never happened. I don't know what you're on about. I don't know what you mean by sliding. What do you, what do you mean I'm about, not Wade? A slider. That was an episode I had a few years ago. Yeah, and it's like, you know, actually he's English. And it's just like, wow. He's so delusional, he convinced himself that he was from Southern California. That, that would be good. But I, I'm mm. going to lower expectations. So whatever happens my mind will be blown i yeah so just to just to sum up that was not the worst episode of season two not by a long shot um at least it had some entertaining moments um i'm looking forward to next next week's or next two times two weeks from now uh and see what that brings as we are now at the the halfway point of the season um we're just looking downhill from here <laughs> yeah you know what i mean downhill yeah hopefully i will not. say this for the episode I can imagine if I made it now with like, you know, Game of Thrones level budget, you could probably have a really good sliders episode. Like you could have two holograms. <laughs> think, At least three dinosaurs. Think of what you could do with two holograms. But it it feels like one of those episodes where if they just had the budget for it, you could have done like a really cool, you know, running from the dinosaurs like almost a chase kind of one where they've got to get back to the timer but the the raptors are on their heels arturo's legs falling off rembrandt's he, fighting off pterodactyls with his legs club. falling off and he has a cybernetic replacement because <laughs> why not they have holograms just, why not exactly the te- they have the technology they have the technology they, they can it. rebuild him i think Nathan, on that note, considering this episode's second recording is now about 15 minutes longer than the first one, um, I think we should wrap this up and bid everyone adieu and have a lovely sliding time. Please give us some... 
Kisslidding. Please give us um, your thoughts, your feedbacks, your tweets at Experience Kills. Give us a comment. Give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, and if you don't have time to watch these uh, podcasts on YouTube, which would be weird if you did, considering it's just like a audio thing, uh, listen to them on Spotify, on iTunes. Um, we're out there. We have a raw SS feed. You can find that in the description of the YouTube as well. So yeah, do oh, and you know what the the slider subreddit, great bunch of people keeping the show alive, keeping the fandom going. Uh, get get over there, sub there, say hi to those guys. They've been great supporting this. So yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with um, a curiously sounding episode title. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that is. So until then, see you so, later, Nate. So, Hopefully so this one's worked. Eh? Fingers huh. fingers crossed. Bye. <laughs>